guess what? I was just promoted. Wow, Lodi, sana all. Asin suka ka na. Pa-burger ka naman. Salamat, pare. This is it, Pansit. I have waited for this since 19 kopong-kopong. Mm, tara, let's baguets to Jollibee. Tom Jones na ako eh. Ikaw magbayad ha. Kerry Bells. everyone, welcome to Banana Q Podcast. My name is Ray and I'm with my co-host D. Today, we will be talking about common Filipino expressions that non-Filipinos can use to impress Filipinos they know. As OFWs, we have experience being asked by foreigners to teach them Filipino words. And while we can teach them mabuhay and magandang umaga, it's not really that interesting. Yeah, I think that's too boring, frankly, right? So... <laughs> I will start with the one simple word that made my Singaporean friends a hit with all the Filipinos they interacted with. And that word is mm. pare, which is the equivalent of buddy. Mm. Note that this is only for males though. The female equivalent is mare, but that for some reason is not as commonly used. I mean, I think it used to be in the past, but nowadays I think women tend to refer to each other as sis or girl. Oh yeah, right? sis. Yeah, why is or that? Girl. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so... I think just steer away from that, but pare definitely is common. And every time my Singaporean friends use this word in their conversations with Filipinos, they broke into laughter and immediately made them warm up. You can just insert it into any sentence like, pare, do you have an update on my issue? Or maybe thank them by saying, salamat pare. It's a guarantee yeah. issue in, yeah. If you forgot the name of your Filipino friend, Like pare is the oh yeah <laughs> automatic replacement. You can call any Filipino you know pare, but if you happen to know if that Filipino speaks Bisaya or if he lives in Cebu, in the Visayas, or in Mindanao, instead of pare, you can call that person bai. Mm. So bai is the Bisaya equivalent of pare. Yeah, but actually, if you use bai too much, it doesn't. It has a different meaning in English, right? Like it seems like you are a bisexual. <laughs> Why are you calling him bi? Is is he bi? Do you know something? Because <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I actually had a a, a friend in Singapore mm. ask me that question. Like, hey, why do you call each other bi? Oh, really? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I keep, you know, I try to explain. No, 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 we're not bi. It's just that you know that's how we call dude or pare or. How friends call each other in in Bisaya, especially if you meet a lot of people in one go. So, say for example, you attended a party, and then your friend introduces you to a lot of new people, and you can't remember their names like automatically. Yeah, you need to kind of digest all those <laughs> names. So, a quick survival guide is to use by on everyone. Mm, true. You can get by. That's a good mm. point. Yeah, mm. and then you know if you go out, you know when you leave the party, you tell them bye bye bye. Okay, that's too many. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Backstreet Boys were all Bisaya. No, that's InSync, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and and speaking of, a joke mm. that we have in Philippines, right, is two people talking to each other. The first one, he's about to go into the lift and then he asks the other one, Ba-ba-ba-ba? And the other one ah, says, yes. Ba-ba-ba. <laughs> 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 I was like, what? <laughs> How did that 
that makes sense. And that actually is a full conversation. The first one is asking, mm. is it going down? And the second mm. one is saying, yes, it's going down. Right? So, an entire conversation made up of just one syllable. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Okay, so the third phrase that I'll teach is Eddie Wow. And it's a sarcastic phrase that Filipinos use to comment on someone who has praised themselves or bragged about their achievements. Mm. So you're you're saying wow, but sarcastically, like you don't really mean it, right? Like somebody's probably bragging, oh, I made a hundred thousand pesos or something, and saying, Eddie wow, right? You na. Uh, yeah, ikaw na is another term ikaw that you would na. follow up mm. with this. You're like saying that you're the one, but also sarcastically, yeah. right? So, yeah, if you want to piss off people. So, maybe if you're trying to impress people, don't say this. So just <laughs> and the next expression is anak ng tokwa. <laughs> <laughs> so, this literally translates to the son or the daughter of tofu. Yeah, like which huh? does not make sense. <laughs> Why is that even an expression? A, okay. This is a euphemism to anak ng tut, which is the equivalent of the son of a bitch or the son of a whore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we exchange tokwa with a lot of other stuff as well, like anak ng pating. So pating is a shark. Mm-hmm. And anak ng tipaklong. What's a tipaklong? Is it turtle? That's a grasshopper. A grasshopper. <laughs> I know, I've heard that somewhere in movies Tipaklong. or whatever. But it's very yeah. difficult to pronounce. Right? <laughs> anak ng tipaklong. So I think anak ng tokwa is better. But mm. if it's on Halloween, so October 31st, you can use anak ni Janice. <laughs> <laughs> anak ni Janice, which is uh, chanak. Yeah. Which we covered in our... Halloween Aswang episode. Yes. <laughs> but I think anak ng tokwa is better. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the more common one as well, isn't it? And it maybe because it's mm. short, tipaklong you might like, you have a tongue twister or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I think it's more common. And I like it because pating, tipaklong, janis, they all can have a baby. They can have a, a anak. But a tofu... <laughs> It's a non-living being, right? Like, how can you become a son or a daughter of a tofu? Okay. Mm. Right. So, I like it. So, it's moronic kind of expression. I see. So, it's very clearly an expression. Okay. Another example of a weird expression is, Ay, kabayo! Which is an exclamation <laughs> used by people, like our friend Gemma, when they're startled, mm. right? Like, they're walking along, mm. they trip on something. Ay, kabayo! So it literally means oh horse, which to foreigners might not make any sense. Again, like with the son of a tofu, right? So when mm. I told my Singaporean friends about this, they couldn't wrap their heads around why anyone would ever say such a nonsensical phrase. <laughs> and they finally deduce that maybe Gemma likes to say it because Ma means horse in Mandarin and her name is Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think they were just really confused about why she would say that, right? But anyway, it was like, okay, they had a point. Like, okay, I myself did not really know why this expression exists, right? So I tried Googling and I got into a rabbit hole which led me to a Reddit thread. And someone on this thread said, uh, someone named He He. Okay. That's Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) 
So he he said, I heard someone say, oh, horse once in Spanish. And I was like, lol, what? Ay, caballo. And then Narvaez said, nope, you probably heard ay, caralho, with R. Very common in northern Spain, used for swearing. Mm. FYI, a caralho is a penis. So you probably heard oh dick. And then somebody else, Irato, said, yeah, sounds like a muffled version of carajo or caralho, probably trying to avoid using the actual word and replacing it with a similar one. So it's kind of like anak ng pating and anak ng tokwa, right? So you're trying, maybe um, our ancestors, you know, because as Filipinos, we don't want... To say bad words, so they mm. they heard an expression that their Spanish boss mm. was saying, and then they tried to to censor. Yeah, to censor Instead it. Of yeah, the R eighteen version, the funnier and child friendly version is "ay caballo," mm-hmm. oh horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we know. <laughs> I still use that expression, you know. Yeah, like, because of Gemma. If yeah, because of Jim Jim. <laughs> Whenever I'm started, like surprise, surprise, <laughs> I would I would shriek like Aikabayo. Yeah, <laughs> I would use Aikabayo still. <laughs> yeah, actually. What What is it in English? It's just a nonsensical phrase, ah, right? Americans they use the f word a lot, right? Like if they're genuinely surprised, they would say f word or the s word. Mm. They turn it into shoot or sugar or oh, you know, yeah. so maybe it's something like that. And the f word as well, they turn it to fart. Yeah. So yeah, it's similar. <laughs> so something like that, yes. Ay caballo. Mm-hmm. And the next one is, pa burger kanaman. Mm-hmm. So the English translation of this is, hey, treat me some burger. Mm-hmm. Buy me some burger. Why did this happen? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's Jollibee. <laughs> Who sponsored uh, so this? Th- this happens when <laughs> there's something to celebrate about, right? So when somebody got a promotion or a race or any achievement at all. You mm-hmm. can say this phrase and, you know, as a way of asking, hey, give me some food or treat me some food. In the Philippines, it's that way, right? Like, you're supposed to, I, I don't want to use the word supposed, but people are expected to give back mm-hmm. <laughs> to their friends in a way of maybe treating them or paying for dinner or lunch whenever something good happens to that person. But then, but in Singapore, it doesn't happen that way, right? People would pay individually. Like, say, if it's your birthday, you go to a restaurant People would pay for you, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only in Philippines so that we that the birthday celebrant is the one who's supposed to pay. Yeah. Last year, I mm. went to a birthday dinner with a friend. Uh, she's from UK, and then at the mm. end, I was expecting that I would have to pay, right? Or or KKB mm. or that's another term, by the way. It means kanya kanyang bayad. Or you each pay for your own meal, <laughs> and then mm. in the end, she said, "No, no, I'm paying for this. The birthday girl never pays." And I said, no, not in the Philippines. <laughs> in the Philippines, the birthday boy and girl pays for everybody's lunch or dinner. Yeah. But I, I don't know about promotions, though. Maybe in Singapore, you are expected to treat. Well, I suppose it depends on what burger you would give, right? If you give minute burger, it's just 15 pesos and I think it's buy one, take one. Okay. So maybe the, the bill will not be that... <laughs> Big after, but if you pay, say, a more expensive burger from a fancy restaurant, then yeah, that's something that I won't be able to afford. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> dude, no burger for you, only minute burger. But you know, I, I suspect that this per burger thing probably came 
from some ad or something. Could be McDonald's or Jollibee who had an ad. Mm, because it sounds right. familiar. So it could have been... Burger. Burger. Is that an ad? <laughs> I'm thinking of Chicken Joy for... Isa pa. Isa pang Chicken Joy, but that's different. Okay, never mind. We, we don't know. I tried Googling. I couldn't find anything. So, yeah, maybe I'm just imagining things or it's just like, you know, buried. Maybe it was an 80s ad or 90s ad or whatever, right? Yeah, but when you say this, you have to be endearing, right? Mm. Pa burger kanama. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my next phrase is bahala na si Batman. Okay, so in that same thread that I mentioned earlier, there was somebody who mentioned some expressions in the Philippines, and one of them was bahala na si Batman, and the people were commenting on it like this guy Komalitu said why aren't more people commenting on the Batman thing I need to live there now <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody explained expat adobo said the Batman thing is actually legit it comes from bahala na si bathala bathala being the original word for God in Filipino or Tagalog westernization and street slang over the years managed to change bathala into Batman plus you know Batman is badass so, there you go. That is <laughs> where that came from. <laughs> it is It is a bit strange, right? Like, huh? Batman? <laughs> like, there's a Filipino expression with Batman. Yes. But they find it funny that there's an expression about Batman. But anyway, the meaning of this is that you're saying that, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. I just l- leave it all to Batman. Kesera, sera. Yes, exactly. Kesera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the next one is Sana Ol. <laughs> so the translation to this is, oh, I wish I have that too. So it's like you being jealous to somebody's fame and fortune. So this funny remark and popular Hugot line. So Hugot line is, I don't know, what, what is Hugot line? Hugot is a pole, right? So it's, I think usually Hugot is a term that is used for lines when you're you know very emotional you know it's usually like a line from emo yeah an emo song or something right and it refers to that concept of wanting what another person already has mm-hmm. for instance if someone has a lot of money you can say something like oh sana all to mean that you also want the same thing so it's like similar to pa burger kanaman <laughs> right when you want that so you're you're hoping that oh sana all i hope everyone has that exactly yeah i hope everyone is as glamorous as you or as famous as you something like that yeah sana. you're right yeah sana actually means hope i hope all yeah i hope all is the literal translation which okay doesn't make sense at least you know that sana is a word that means hope or i hope i guess kind of i guess it's there's a silent i somewhere in there <laughs> <laughs> Hope all. I hope all. Yeah, it should be. I hope. Right? Or else it doesn't make sense. Mm. Yeah. The next expression is Susmar Yosep, which is <laughs> a funny wordplay to know. And it is used as an in interjection or an expression again. Like, could be also used, well, maybe not so much as startled, but yeah, when do you actually use Susmar Yosep? It's when you're surprised on a negative event. I guess so. Right? Yeah. So, say for example, a kid does something foolish and then, oh, Susmar Joseph, like uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, help, <laughs> help. Yeah, and that's what he just said, right? That's actually the three holy names that is rolled into one. So, Sus, Jesus, 
Omar is Mary and Yosef, right, is Joseph. So I guess it's also could be also an equivalent of oh my god maybe something mm, like that. basically so. you're calling on deities or whatever. So mm. whenever you use oh my god you swap this instead maybe it will work. Mm, yeah. Do you think it will work in friends if they dub friends Tagalog they tagalize friends? You know Janice <laughs> is she going to say sus Mario Sep? Okay maybe not. <laughs> Chandler Bing <laughs> Sus Mario Seb It doesn't have the same That's... <laughs> but I think it will catch on If people Somebody who hasn't listened to Or watched Friends in English And then The dub version says Sus Mario Seb I think it will catch on mm-hmm. That will be a good line <laughs> Okay Especially for us right Because we know what it is Oh yeah true and That mm. would be funny The next one is Kalapating mababa ang lipat. <laughs> so the translation is a dove that flies low. Mm-hmm. And the meaning is a person who is a whore or a prostitute. Yeah, I have a question though. Why is this mm. ever going to be used by a foreigner? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think when you're having a conversation with a Filipino friend... Mm. And then you saw somebody maybe doing a walk of shame. And then you don't want that person to know what you're talking about. Then you will say, oh, she's a kalapating mababang. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So if that person hears you talking about that, that person wouldn't understand, right? Uh-huh. So now you know. Kalapating mababang. This is actually popularized by a song. Yeah. Right? Um, Magdalena. Freddy Aguilar, yeah. Magdalena. Yeah, yeah. So there's a long word. Mm. Kalapating mababa ang lipad. <laughs> Magdalena. <laughs> Ikaw ay sawing palad. Oh, I feel bad for Magdalena. Yeah, poor Magdalena. Wait, Magdal- you, this is a... In the previous uh, expression, you were talking about Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, biblical names, and now Magdalena as well. Oh, yeah, you're right. She was an actual prostitute in the Bible, wasn't she? Yeah. I, I see. Okay, this is making a connection. <laughs> it's also biblical. <laughs> is it really biblical, though? What is actually the origin of, of this expression, right? I think we, we found it, right? Yeah. According to this, uh, this popular euphemism for a prostitute, Kalapating Mababang Lipad, has its beginnings in the back room alley of Tondo, which is a, a town in the Philippines, where existed a red light district called Palomar. So, Palomar is Spanish for a dovecot or a pigeon shed. Mm. Mm. Existed with palomas, proffering various leisure services. Ah, okay. I see. Interesting. So, because of that place, it's now, oh, she must be working in Palomar. So, she's a calapate, she's a dove, but because she only flies low, <laughs> she can't actually reach the tree, she just goes to Palomar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, that's a reach, but yes, I think basically, yeah, the juxtaposition of the dove and whatever, yeah, but there's there's a lot of expressions that, you know, get born because of those kinds of situations, right? Mm. So, yeah. That origin, we got this from this website, filipino.net. 
And the next one is also from that website. And it's 19 Kopong Kopong. No, actually, I don't know if people still use this. Maybe people have not been using this term since 19 Kopong Kopong. But why don't we tell people about this anyway, just in case, right? Mm. So it refers to a time so long ago that nobody remembers anymore. Mm. How would you use this in the sentence? For example, you would say, Oh, the last time I saw you was in 19 Kopong Kopong. There's something mm. like that, yeah. So mm. the origin of this one is that by the 1950s, the decade of the 1900s was considered a long time ago. When people wanted to refer to an event in the forgotten past, they reckoned that it happened sometime in the 1900s, hence 19 Kopong Kopong. Now, Kopong is an Indonesian word that was also used in the Philippines, meaning no content, empty. Thus, zilch mm. or zero, as in 1900. It's actually the first time I've learned about this though, right? Isn't this interesting? interesting. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I used 19 kopong kopong, but I had no idea that it meant something. I just thought it was an expression. <laughs> 19 kopong kopong. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so old. You must be from 19 kopong kopong. <laughs> okay, maybe don't say that. That sounds offensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else would you use it? That's what I said, at least, you know, in a light context. Like, oh, the last mm. time I played with dolls was in 19 Kopong Kopong. Mm. Referring to something a long time ago. If you happen to meet somebody and you haven't seen each other for a long time, sometimes we would say, oh, long time no see, but now see now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Visayat term though, right? I, I think I don't... Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a Visayat term. I think it's because of see now. Yeah, see now is like shiny. Mm-hmm. So you're like saying, it's a long long time no see, but now your head is shiny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that what it means? Maybe? I have no idea. <laughs> I think so. But now see now. Probably. I don't know. I think Bisaya people just like, or maybe not just Bisaya, but generally people just like, you know, have like puns, I guess. Or like words mm. that sound like each other and whatnot. That's right. That's right. Then the next one is, so this means a summary execution of a person who has committed an offense or crime without the benefit of a trial. So to salvage somebody. Mm. So oh like yeah. If you want to warn somebody, hey, you shouldn't go out at night too late or you shouldn't drink alone because otherwise, pupulutin ka sa kangkungan. Okay. It's very ominous. You, something might happen to you, something bad. That you will, you know, someone will salvage you and your body won't be found until, you know, your body's floating and it's already in the kangkungan. Kangkungan, by the way, is, kangkung is, what is that? Radish? Horse What's kangkung? Not horseradish. Um, well, uh, I think it's water something. Water crest? No. I don't think so. What is, there is a term for it. Wait, let's see. Because kangkung is also in Singapore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just completely forgot what it's called. Uh, let's see. Swamp cabbage or river spinach. If you get salvage, your body will be found in the river spinach farm or something like that. <laughs> so the origin of this is it's a way of disposing the bodies of people killed by summary execution, you know, to hide it under a dense growth of kangkong or swamp cabbage. Mm. The semi-aquatic plant grows in profusion on swampy fields and on bodies of water like the Pasig River, where such victims, cadavers, are regularly fished out. Philippine media has popularized this expression in their reporting of salvaging cases. Mm. If you think about it, salvaging as it is used in the Philippines is different to how it's used elsewhere, right? 
Oh, is it? I mean, think about it. If you're saying salvage, you're trying to save something, right? Why don't we look at the dictionary what it actually means? Salvage meaning. Mm. So this one is like vigilante killing, right? Like Mm-mm. extrajudicial killing. Okay. Now it says here, yeah, usually salvage means rescue, right? An emerald and gold cross was salvaged from the wreck. But in the Philippines, see in this dictionary, there's really a, <laughs> a segment for Philippines. <laughs> Apprehend and execute without trial. So it's really just in the Philippines mm. that we use salvage see, in that way. <laughs> Okay. It's a Filipino term for extrajudicial killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Salvage. Yeah. But I always hear this expression uh, in movies. Yes. Like Fernando Poe Jr. or the ex-president Era Pihir Soto Estrada, they would always, Popolutin ka sa kangkonga. Yes. <laughs> and they would usually holster their gun. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, maybe actually, maybe you wouldn't really use this in a normal everyday context, honestly. We just wanted to discuss this because it was in Filipino.net, I suppose. And then, you know, and now we have told you about the salvage. If you hear it in the Philippines, it doesn't mean what you think it means. It's a different context, mm-hmm. right? You won't be saved. <laughs> yeah, if someone says, I will salvage you, you, you should say, oh, thank you, because that is not what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. So the next expression is carry. So I have a story about this, right? One time over lunch, my Singaporean friend suddenly asked me, what does carry boom mean? <laughs> and I thought like it was such a random question. It turns out that a Filipino had just said it in their chat. So I explained saying it means can. <laughs> By the way, can is an expression in Singlish. They say it a short term for yes, it can be done or yes, I can do it. For example, there is this joke I heard where a foreigner tells a waiter, can I order a can of Heineken? And the Singaporean waiter replies, can cannot, bottle can. (laughs) What does that mean? So the waiter is saying, you cannot order a can of Heineken, but you can order a bottle of Heineken. Mm. <laughs> can, cannot, bottle, can. Yes. <laughs> so, um. carry is kind of like that too, right? But it's from the English word carry. Maybe the mm. first time it was used, it was referring to something heavy. I don't know. Like maybe somebody asked Pedro, Hey, Pedro, can you carry this huge stunk of Hennekens? And he replied, carry. I don't know. And maybe that's why it became like that instead of can. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, my friend had used the term carry boom because that is actually a derivative of that. And another one is carry bells. So you can use it either just by itself. Like somebody asks you, hey, do you think we can have brunch on Sunday? And you say carry. You can also say carry bells or carry boom. Whichever. (laughs) And people will understand. Why is carry bells carry bells anyway? What does it even mean? (laughs) And well, to be fair. just making it more... Jingly bells. <laughs> Carry bells. I guess. Yeah, you're right. Where is it from? Carry bells. <laughs> I don't know. I think Filipinos just like to change words a bit. Like mm. flip it around or add words to it to make it a bit different. Like even names mm. of people, right? Like I suddenly remember that my friend used to call me Didi Bells. So Carry <laughs> 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 Bells. <laughs> Didi Bells. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. I think, as I said, Filipinos just like to add cutesy syllables or whatever, I right? See. Yeah. You're right. Mm. And you've mentioned about flipping words around, and we do have that in the Philippines as well, most especially in the gay lingo. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we like flipping, not necessarily words, sometimes syllables around. Like, say, for example, the Filipino word for hungry is gutom, mm-hmm. and we would sometimes flip that and say Tom Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gutom Tom Jones. Because Tom Goo is like, oh, Tom Goo. No, Tom Jones is better. Yeah, and Tom Jones is the name of a singer, right? And that's probably mm. why it became popular. Although I didn't realize that because isn't he a very old singer? Yeah, I think <laughs> in the 50s maybe. Yeah, I, don't ev- I didn't Tom even Jones. know him. That's why that, that expression made no sense to me before. Oh, Sir Thomas Jones. He's a knight. Oh, okay. So he's British. Mm. So he's a Welsh singer. Mm-hmm. And Delilah was his. Oh, Delilah. my, my, my. <laughs> yes, Delilah. <laughs> yeah. I see, I see. So Tom Jones, we know now. <laughs> We're sorry, Tom Jones. You should know you because that mm. is a very popular song, right? <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. So people usually use this like, oh, let's go to Jollibee because Tom Jones. Because mm, yep. I'm hungry because Tom Jones. The next one is... Lodi, to mean idol. So if you like somebody, you like you're impressed with somebody's I don't know technique or skill, and said, "Oh, Lodi," meaning you're my idol. Lodi. Why isn't it Lodi though? I mean, since it's pronounced as idol, <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> Maybe it's too weird Lodi. sounding. Because <laughs> I think Lodi sounds like a Bisaya term for hello in Dai. Lodi. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yes, sure. I think Lodi sounds cool. Yeah, Lodi. maybe it just sounds cool. Yeah, so mm. they just reverse the spelling of idol. And then the next one is a flip of the term that you introduced earlier, pare. Mm-hmm. It's not rape, but it's repa peeps. <laughs> it's so confusing, right? <laughs> repa peeps. I think you could have just so said re- repa, right? Because you just flip pare. But then maybe it sounds... Not complete, and that's why they made it like mm. the carry bells, and that's why pips <laughs> in, in there, right? <laughs> Repa, Repa peeps, <laughs> peeps. I think is also okay, right? Yeah, peeps people. people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Repa peeps. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is like the plural for pare, ah. isn't it? Like when you're addressing a group of guys, a gang of boys, mm. and you say pare, you're only referring to one guy, but if guys. Repa peeps. <laughs> okay. Repa Maybe. peeps. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Right? Makes sense. <laughs> sure. The next one is it's similar to idol. Mm. Like if somebody is displaying a very interesting skill, like maybe a chef doing the flipping using a walk, mm. and you're impressed, and you will say, Pet Malu, <laughs> which is a flip of Malu Pet. The literal meaning of malupit is strict, right? Like your teacher is strict, malupit. Yeah, it's actually bad, but I guess it's an mm. ironic use of the word. Mm. At the same time, it's flipped. So this is a very confusing word, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so a flip of a flip. But isn't English the same? Like there are oh, words that yeah. are negative, but they, in English for some reason, in slang, it's actually the opposite. 
And I can't think of an example right now. But yeah, I think there's an expression that, yeah, something. Yeah, right. But it's actually sarcasm, right? You actually mean hmm. that you don't believe the person who told you, it's, ah, right? That's true. <laughs> No, yeah, but malupet, you mean? Are you trying to think of malupet but in English form? Is that what you mean? Yes. Wicked. Yeah. How about wicked? Oh, uh, yeah, wicked. Oh, that's so sick, bro. Yeah, how about sick? That's sick. Sick, sick yeah. is actually bad, right? Because yeah. you're sick, but then it actually means good. So I guess this is it. Malupet, pet malu. Yeah. So how would you flip sick? Kiss. Okay, that doesn't... <laughs> 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 You're gonna not gonna say that's so kiss, bro. Huh? What? <laughs> so it's like, oh, I just got COVID, but now I'm okay. Oh, you're okay? That's so sick. No, I'm not really sick. No, that's sick. I just told you I'm not okay, but that's sick, bro. That's so sick. Yeah. That's so confusing. <laughs> that is so confusing. But yes, that is the perfect example of malupet. Mm. Pet malu. Yes, we do like to switch words around and also for names sometimes. Like someone will call you Toynan. Okay, maybe not. That seems weird. (laughs) But I think people do that. I remember someone, his surname was Ito. And guys in the Philippines Mm. like to call each other by their surnames, right? Before. Uh, That happens was during high school. Oh, yeah, I think so. So since his surname was Ito, his nickname was (laughs) Toits. I see. (laughs) Toits. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, during high school, we call ourselves by the last name. Yeah, yeah, that's common. Yeah. Was it because during a roll call, we were called by our last name? That's entirely possible. Or maybe it sounds cool if you call each other by your last name. And But it's just really guys who do that. I think it's more common with guys. I don't know why. Maybe because our teachers also call us by our last name, no? Yeah, yeah. But then why on earth would you just call each other by your surnames then? Yeah, that is that is a bit strange. So maybe it's mm. a macho context. I don't have no idea. Maybe. Anyway, okay, we're thinking way too much about this. Okay, and we are getting a nosebleed, which is the perfect, <laughs> is the perfect setup to the next word, nosebleed. So this is a nosebleed. term that we have used a few times actually in our previous podcast. Well, everybody knows what nosebleed means, so I don't need to translate this. But in the Philippine context, this is a joke we use when we are having a hard time understanding something. Mm. Right, And then we say this as if to say that we are having a figurative nosebleed from the mental torture. So like mm-hmm. I just said, I illustrated earlier, but I think this is commonly used though in like if somebody speaks English and the words are too mm-hmm. deep, you think, and I say nosebleed, nosebleed. Usually we say that yes. in that scenario or when there's a foreigner and you, oh my God, I don't understand. I don't want to speak in English. Nosebleed, nosebleed. Nosebleed. Right? <laughs> or even if it's just not necessarily a different language, but also like somebody who discusses to you a very deep topic. Say, for example, all of a sudden, a stranger asks you and talks to you about maybe subprime mortgage crisis. It's like, oh, what is that? <laughs> no <sweet>. Yes, yes. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, and then sometimes other people would like say that it is so bad that it's worse than a nosebleed, right? Like, oh, not just nosebleed, but even my brain is bleeding or, you know, I'm bleeding from every pore (laughs) in my body or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Nosebleed. Now you know that, you know, if you're a foreigner in the Philippines and you speak to someone in English and they say that, that's what Mm. it means. They're just saying that, oh, I don't understand you because you're speaking words that are too deep. Yeah. Yes, nosebleed. 
And after your nose has bled <laughs> and you want to part ways with your friend, you can say, Tapos na ang boxing. <laughs> <laughs> so the meaning is, it is finished, it is doomed, and it's done. So the literal meaning is, the boxing is finished. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. So the origin of this is, during the Japanese occupation, tapos na ang boxing was a favorite expression of teenagers. Boxing was a sport promoted and encouraged by Americans in the 1920s. So, for pro-Japanese elements, the expression meant that America was finished and that mm. MacArthur would never return to the Philippines. Ah. For those who continued to believe in America's promise, they used the phrase to denote that Japan would ultimately fall. Ah. Tapos na ang boxing. I see. Okay, so it was... Mm. Such a long time ago when that expression was coined. And that had a deeper meaning, right? It's not just yes, like, yes, yes. because you're watching Manny Pacquiao and his fight is done. That's <laughs> not it. <laughs> I don't know, but every time I hear the word boxing, there's a product that comes to my mind and it's family rubbing alcohol. Oh yeah, because there it, there was an ad, right? It was in the boxing <laughs> ring. Sports Pang Right. <laughs> that is why you think of that because the yes. ad actually is in a boxing ring, right? And then, mm-hmm. and, and you know, somebody wins. And then, the what's the name of the guy? The referee or something? The referee. Is he the yeah. one who announces the winner, right? He raises the arm of the winner and yes. then he brings out the rubbing alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just for families. It's also for... Sports. sports, right? Di lang pang pamilya pang sports pa. Ding. So this is the last one. So this is how to end things, right? Aside from the boxing thing, you could also say, that's it, pansit. And I think if you've heard this, we say this a lot when we're ending our episodes, right? Don't worry, this is not the end of that. This is just the last phrase, but it's not at the end. Don't turn off the radio. I was gonna say radio. We are not on radio. Like, no. don't go away right now, right? So that's it, pansit. So just like Americans, you also like to rhyme. Mm. So like how they say, see you later, alligator. In a while, mm. crocodile. So Filipinos also do that. So you could just add on a rhyming word at the end of the phrase you're saying. For example, let's go, sa go. Tara, let's baguettes. Okay, this one is a bit more complicated. Tara, let's baguettes. Maybe let's break this down. Tara is come and let's is also come. So as you're saying, let's go, mm. but in a weird way. You're actually repeating your message, right? Tara, mm. let's go. Tara, let's. Yeah, but you let go of the go because you want to say baguettes to rhyme with the let's. <laughs> And baguettes, by the way, is an old, maybe 80s term, which refers to young people. Maybe, I think there was a mm. show called Baguettes with Aga Mulak, apparently. I, I didn't actually get to watch this because this was before my no, time. But then, yes, so that's what it means. There's also, why not, Choknut? <laughs> Choknut is a not, uh, popular chocolate in the Philippines, by the way. That's why, that's what it is. Or, what's up, Buttercup? What's up, Buttercup? Just because of the song, why do you build me up, buttercup, baby? <laughs> What's up, buttercup? Yeah. Is there I anything guess. else that you could think of? I asked my friends and then for some reason we can't think of anything beyond this. Can you remember? Pen, pen. Di Sarah pen. That is not expression. <laughs> that is a poem. <laughs> that is a nursery rhyme and that is different. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, right now we cannot think of anything, but we do like to say these things. So I'm sure after this, we will remember something. But yeah, those are the kinds of things that we like to rhyme. And yeah, that is it. Pansit. Yeah. And then that is it. Tapos na boxing. Yes. So to close this episode, we want to say that we hope you learned something from us and to go forth and impress your Filipino friends, colleagues, IT supports, whoever it is. Because we, we generally, like as Filipino, right? Mm. If we hear a foreigner use Filipino words, we, I don't know, we would easily befriend that person yes. because we kind of are attracted to people who at least attempt to learn something that is Filipino. Mm, yes, right? exactly. Like not just words, but oh, if somebody likes Mani Pacquiao, ultimately kind of we would easily be, I don't know, I, I, I can't put my finger around it. But I mean, your heart you know opens I mean? up, I guess, to this person because you feel like they made an effort. Yeah, no matter how difficult that person is, if that person says, this is it, Pansit, we're like, what, what did <laughs> yeah. you just say? Even if that person wasn't asked to you, but if he uses kind of a strange Filipino expression, my thinking and my impression of that person would totally change. Yeah, can you imagine a Japanese guy saying that to mm. you? You would definitely flip. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You would say, rip up hips. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a foreigner and due to your work, due to your circumstance, you would have to ask for a lot of favors from Filipinos, mm. then yeah. Try it out, man. Try using any of these expressions for sure that Filipino would warm up to you very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I can vouch for that because my friends in Singapore, they did that, like, especially IT. Because a lot of IT mm. people are sourced out to the Philippines, right? Because it's cheaper there or something. I don't know. And mm. then usually and they would... center agent. Yeah, they would know, okay, I think this guy's name sounds Filipino. Do you think he's Filipino? And then I would say, why don't you try out and... Call him pare and see what happens. And usually, mm. when they do, the IT guy would be like, oh, you know how Filipino suddenly is speaking in Tagalog. Like, okay, I do not understand everything he just said. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Your IT ticket, that will be solved really quickly. Yeah. Guaranteed, mm. yes. Yeah, because um, they would warm up to you. Mm. And we hope that you've learned something. And then even if you're Filipino and you already know these things, I hope that you will share this episode with your foreigner friends so that they could learn something. But also, I hope that we were able to give you suggestions on what to teach people who ask you to teach them Filipino words, right? Because sometimes, you know, you're like put on the spot and you're like, mabuhay? Um, and you know, that's not really, you know, it's very common. But don't be that evil person who teaches them bad words and pretend that it means something else. Okay? <laughs> this sounds this sounds really familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I was a victim of this when one of these friends taught me the Chavacano word chinga. Mm-hmm. And they said to me that it meant, oh, you're beautiful. But it actually means the F word. <laughs> right? So please, if you have any other Filipino phrases that you think should be taught to our foreigner friends not Chinga, please let us know by leaving us a comment on our Instagram at Bananaki Podcast so we could feature you on the next Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it Cutie Minute. So our first cutie commented on episode 81, Is It Hard to Be a Filipino Author? 
So this is September and she said, I love that you featured a Filipino author on your podcast. You truly make the conversations not only interesting but as well as diverse as it can be. I agree that back then our own writers were not given the recognition they deserved in our own bookstores. So many great Filipino writers but so little attention given to them. My favorite Pinoy book was by Jessica Zafra titled Chicken Pox for the Soul. I think I was in high school then when I read that book, and even then I thought her book could easily outsell foreign books because of how well she wrote. So actually, I read this book, I think in high school also. And but why is it chicken pox? <laughs> she's a, what do you call this? She's a comedy writer. Ah, okay. So it's a take on the chicken soup. Yes, it's a spoof of chicken soup for the soul. She was just writing like essays that were funny. Interesting. Thank you, September. Do you? 21st night of September. <laughs> okay. The next cutie is from Zen Zero Cook. And this is in relation to episode 82. Do Filipinos like to read books? And Zen Zero Cook says, Growing up, I hated reading because it was never for leisure. Books was more of a studying implement. My day-to-day schedule was jam-packed with activities that as a kid, I cannot justify just sitting down and consume a book for fun. Now I do like to read books. With my IG handle, you would probably know by now that I love reading cookbooks with pictures, of course. Another kind of book I love reading is manga. Mm. I was lucky enough to find a non-shrink-wrapped book at National Bookstore (laughs) Kids section when my mom left me there one time. And it was a Digimon book, and that was my introduction to Japanese animation or manga. Not mango. Okay. Not mango. <laughs> manga. <Yeah>. Manga. <laughs> we have those encyclopedias that peddlers were selling, and guess we were the lucky ones that had the full volumes from A to Z. Like, shoo! Oh, this is. A yeah, good that's why I chose this. Lai yeah, can you explain shu. what that is? <laughs> Laishu is also a flip around word, mm. and it's social. Like, if mm. you're fancy. Okay. You're social. Ooh, so social. So, laishu. Social. Ah. So, but it's super flip it? that it's confusing. But it's a Bisaya term, right? You use it in Cebu. Because I've never heard this before. Yeah. I think mostly in Cebu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Laishu. Yeah. Social. Mm-hmm. So, you would say, like, ooh, so fancy. So, in Tagalog, you would say, oh, social. social. Mm. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Laishu. Okay. And Zen Zero Cook says, P.S. Around 2012, when I left the Philippines and there was already a power books in Ayala Center, Cebu, kung asa ang mga more laishu people hang out. Yeah, Ayala wasn't for me. I was more of a Gaisano guy. Oh, okay. For book recommendations, I've liked the Red Rising series by Pierce Brown, Paradise Kiss by Ayazawa, sounds Japanese, and The Food Lab by Kenji Lopez out. Huh? No. A-O-T? That's a that's a really interesting last name because it's a keyboard button. But right? it really is that that's really his name J Kenji Lopez Alt, yeah. Mm. Hmm. I would love for Kenji Lopez Alt to have a kid and he would call him CTRL. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> CTRL. Yeah, alt, c- control alt delete. Mm. Um Sure. <laughs> that would be so cool. Okay. Right. Yeah. If you say so. 
<laughs> All right, so that's it, Pansit again. <laughs> If you're enjoying the show, please give us a five star rating on Spotify, Apple, or Podchaser to help us in the algorithm or whatever it's called. Salamat, pare and mare. <laughs> Tapos na ang boxing. Yes, bye. Bye.